0: episode 22 thanks for joining me today this is the podcast for anyone looking to get more out of life and lately the podcast for those trying to figure out how to take care of themselves find more focus your focus needs more focus to get that movie reference let me know or to figure out what's most important at any given time in your lives i'm your host greg Cunningham, and i'm also a learner definitely in this episode and i just want to say thank you for joining me now, before I get started, just a quick reminder that there are some great resources in my show notes and on my website. In particular, there's a link to a feedback form. www.mountainableconsulting.com contact or just go to my website and hit the contact us button. I'd love to get your feedback. In fact, today's show is not what I originally planned because of the suggestion of one of my listeners. So thank you for that. And I'd encourage you to share any feedback or suggestions that you have. You can also check out Leaders Lift on YouTube. I'm posting the full podcast episodes, but I'm also trying to drop a short or two each week. So hit that subscribe or follow button for the videos and the podcast. Okay, that's probably enough promotion here. Sometimes you need to get an outside perspective to kind of wrap your head of around what's going on in your life at any given time. I've mentioned that when I got laid off this last time that my family shared some feedback with me and I hadn't even realized how, what was going on. And they had some really great feedback that helped me realize I was not in a great situation. But that happened to me again this week when I got the following feedback from a listener. Here it is, and I'll quote from the message that they sent me. Yesterday you talked about finding yourself and focusing on what matters. What happens if you become lost? and no longer know what you are or what you want because your original plans have changed. This could follow up from losing a loved one, losing a job, expanding your family, or just deciding that your current role isn't what you thought it would be, or anything similar. End of quote. Now, this got me thinking about about the last nine months of my life since I got laid off this last time. And I think it would be fair to say that I've been a bit lost. I went through a lot of changes to my life and the plans that we had for our lives, talking about me and my family. Now, as a general rule, there are a few things that are considered major changes in life, getting married or divorced potentially, having kids, buying a home, job transitions, losing a loved one. Now, those aren't the only things that can trigger us getting lost or a need to reevaluate our lives. Anything that changes our lives this dramatically or puts that kind of intense focus or stress into our lives can cause it. There's also one other thing I would throw in the mix here to different varying degrees, and that's just getting burned out. It may not seem as dramatic as the others, but burnout can be a real thing. And I'll share more on that one in just a little bit. But if you are feeling lost and or have recently faced one or more of these situations, then I hope that this episode will help you. Now, just a disclaimer, if you're really struggling with some of these things, you may need professional help. Mental health is such an important topic, and I am in no way qualified to help you like a professional can. What I'm hoping to do today is help those that don't face these potentially overwhelming challenges like some of these mental health issues, clinical depression, anxiety, some of those kinds of things, those that aren't necessarily facing those, or maybe are and are getting the other help that they need, but to help you find the tools you need to make progress in some of these other areas. So again, if you're really struggling, please find the professional help that you need. Now, I don't wanna get too personal, but let me explain how all of these things that I've just talked about, these major events in life, all but one of them have happened in my life in the recent past. I didn't get married again. Thankfully, I have an amazing wife that is patient, loving, and really puts up with me. I was going to say put up with all my quirks, but saying puts up with me is just more comprehensive and probably more the reality. So that one doesn't apply. But having kids, now while we don't have more kids of our own, our grandkids coming to live with us have completely changed our lives. We were getting ready to be empty nesters, and all of a sudden we have three kids, four and under, living with us. That's a very, very dramatic difference. Sleep patterns are way different. The house is rarely quiet. Now, don't get me wrong. I love being a part of this phase of their lives, and I don't want to miss out on it, but it's not easy. Now, buying a home, we were completely ready to do the opposite, sell our home. In fact, we had hoped by this fall we would have moved on to a new city, new climate, new lifestyle, more RV, less brick and mortar. I've talked about that a little more. So this was going to be a dramatic change and we had been building up to it and starting to prepare for it and not just, you know, getting the house ready but getting ourselves mentally ready for this transition and actually really looking forward to this next phase of our life. And now those plans have changed pretty dramatically. Now, job transition, this is a pretty easy one. So I got laid off. I started my consulting company back up, started two podcasts, which is not something I would have ever thought. I would have done. I've decided that I'm not sure that going back to a corporate job will be right for me in the future. Things could change. It's kind of what this episode is about. The leadership stuff that I do is absolutely amazing. And I love podcasting, but there are some things about being self-employed and this kind of a business that are just challenging. Consulting is great because I can take expertise and knowledge that I have and help solve problems for somebody that needs it, for a company that's really um, looking for that kind of expertise. But I'm not quite sure that I want to completely load up my plate with business clients. So the long and short there is that I'm still in a transition. It's been nine months and I'm still transitioning. I have some new ideas. I have some things that I wanna try out there, but they are pretty far out there for me. For those that know me pretty well, know that these aren't the kind of risks that I'm used to taking. And I'm talking about going from management and leadership and business type of stuff to a more tangible business. I don't know how to really explain that, and I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but to actually do something that you can physically see the results, not just work with people and help them learn and grow, or even to produce a product, which takes months and months and months, but something that's more tangible, more hands-on. So I'll probably share more about that at some point, but that's part of the reason why I'm still in transition. I'm lost here. I'm still trying to figure it out. What is it that I really want to do? And in the meantime, I'm still trying to do all of the things that I need to do, like I talked about last week in the episode about what matters most, to be able to provide for my family. Now two more of these things, these major transitions, losing a loved one, I've already talked about this. but. With my mom's passing, I wasn't quite sure how that was going to impact me. Now, one thing I've noticed over the last couple of weeks is how often I think about calling and or texting her about something good or something that's stressing me out or just trying to get her advice and talk to her, and I catch myself, I realize I can't do that. And that's been much harder than I anticipated it would be. So, You know, everybody goes through grief. Everybody grieves differently. We all go through the stages of grief differently. And this is just the one that's catching up with me right now and consider contributing to this feeling of being lost. Now, I don't want to equate being lost, excuse me, with being burned out. But all of this combined, it is burning me out. Even when I do all the things I've covered in the podcast to find downtime, replenish the well, take a break, I still don't feel like I can get ahead. I partially fill the well, and then I dive right back into the things that drain it again. So I'm having a hard time figuring out how to fully replenish that well, even taking breaks. Or like last week when I went on a really great bike ride, I got home and dove right back in. And by the end of the day, I felt like I needed to go on another one. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. So all of these things that I've been talking about, I just want you all to know that I go through these things too, and I'm not perfect at any of them. I have to work through them and try and figure them out for myself as well. So I, I hope some of you can relate to this. And this is why the, when I got the feedback of, what do you do when you feel lost? It clicked in my brain that I can really relate to that. That's what I'm going through. I was joking with a good friend that if this is my version of a midlife midlife crisis, it would be so much easier to go out and buy a sports car versus try and do some of the things that I'm doing right now. So can any of you out there relate to this? If you don't now, have you in the past? If you don't and haven't, you will. It seems to happen to most everyone. So I wanna start off by just talking through some of the ways that, um, that you might be able to recognize if you're going through something similar or maybe someone you know is going through something similar. Now to be clear, I'll reiterate my disclaimer at the beginning, this is not about clinical depression or these things where you need to go in and get professional help. Please go get that help if you need it. But this is also more, more than just being tired or having too much on your plate. Start off by thinking about these things that I've mentioned above, and have you been through any of them or anything similar recently or a version of them? I mean, it may not be a completely new job, but maybe you got a promotion, or maybe you got a new project assigned to you, or has something changed, the dynamic in your family changed that may be causing some stress or some sort of need for a reevaluation? That's number one. Then, do you struggle to get excited about the commitments you've made? And or need to fulfill. And I'm not, we all have some of those, right? Like Saturday, we had to go clean up, I had to have some trees cut down in my backyard that had died. And so we had to go clean up some of the mess from that and take loads of of stuff out to the dump. I didn't want to do that. Of course, I wasn't excited about it. Even the night before, I said, "Ah, I don't know if we're going to do that tomorrow because I really would have liked to have put it off. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about commitments that you make that normally you're solid when you make commitments on and you get excited and want to take care of them. So here's an example. Normally you're super excited to work with your team. Doesn't matter if you're the leader or a team member. But now you find yourself dreading those interactions and nothing in the team dynamic has really changed. So that could be one example that, it may be time to do some evaluation. Here's another one. When you think about the things that you know about yourself, think back to your personality style or those kinds of things, does it feel like something has changed but maybe you can't put your finger on it? Do the things that normally you would do pretty naturally seem laborious? And so let's say you're uh, an extrovert and really like to be around a lot of people, but all of a sudden you just find yourself kind of wanting to be alone or not wanting to be around people as much as you did in the past. Or the opposite, if you're a complete introvert and normally you get energized by sitting down and reading a book, do you struggle to do that? And when you do it, do you not feel energized? And, you know, just something feels off from these things that you know about yourself. Another question to ask yourself is do you struggle to find meaning in things that you used to get great satisfaction out of? So example, somebody on your team gets promoted because of your combined effort. This is somebody you're leading, and you worked with them on their development plan, and they met their goals, and you were able to submit them for promotion, and they got promoted. And while you're happy for them, it just doesn't feel the same. You're not sure if you made a difference. You just aren't getting that same excitement that normally you would get as a leader for seeing somebody you're working with move on to that next step in their life. Now, what about this phrase? I don't mind what I do, but I feel like I've always been doing this because I was good at it. It needed to be done. Or it's how I met some of my other goals, like supporting my family. Or that's how I lived up to others' expectations of me and maybe my own expectations. Can you relate to maybe feeling like it's time you did something you want to do instead of something you needed to do? I hold that thought. I want to talk about that in a minute. But then another question that comes up, because this came up in an interaction I had this week, do you feel guilty thinking about this? Right? Oh, I really want to do something different. I want to do something that's more exciting for me, and then you feel guilty because you're like, no, I need to take care of other people. So do you feel guilty about that? Do you feel guilty to think about changing things or mixing things up or, you know, anything like that? I just don't know. Do you keep telling yourself that you just need to? power through it. If I just put in a little more effort, if I just work a little bit harder, then I'll make it. And kind of like when dads used to tell their kids, just rub some dirt on it. It'll be fine. You know. do you keep telling yourself, I've got a good job. I make good money. I'm in a good position. I, it, I just have to make this work because it's all good. Do you find it harder and harder to avoid your potential pitfalls or to mitigate your default behaviors? You know, one of the default behaviors I talked about with me is dominating meetings. Now I'm not in a ton of meetings uh, right now, and most of the meetings I'm in, I'm expected to present or you know talk a lot of the time, so I don't have to worry about this too much. But if I had that under control, and then all of a sudden I was struggling with it again in all of my meetings, and maybe I noticed it or somebody points it out, that's what I'm talking about there. And then, do you feel like maybe your pitfalls and your strengths have changed? This goes back to what I said. Do you just based on what you know about yourself, do you just feel like something is different, something has changed? Again, I'm not a professional therapist, but these are good questions you can ask yourself or maybe they'll prompt you to think of something, especially when it comes to a professional environment. And if you answer yes to one or more of these questions or something similar, then maybe it's time to think about where you are, what your goals are, and what path you're on. And maybe you will have to admit that I'm a little bit lost and I'm not quite sure what to do about that. Especially, you know, I've talked about this a lot. One of the things that I've always kind of defined my strengths by or what I do or how I help people is problem solving. I like to solve problems. I like to be in the middle of solving problems. I like to help other people figure out how to solve problems. But one of the things I know I've struggled with lately is that when new problems pop up instead of me going great there's a new challenge for me to take on and solve yeah I have that reaction that big sigh for those of you listening on the podcast you didn't see it but it's this big sigh and it's more of a one more problem I have to deal with one more thing I have to do and there's a lot of reasons that could be for that I probably need to trust people to do some things for me I need to ask for help when I probably don't do that often enough and a whole bunch of other things that's really not the purpose of this. But there have been very few times in my life where I haven't gotten energized by having problems to solve and thinking, yes, I can help somebody or or do those kinds of things. And now more of, like I said earlier, I just feel like my well is low enough that when I have one more thing that may drain from that well, I struggle. And so that's an indicator to me that something has changed, that I need to take a step back And look at my life and decide, okay, do I wanna stay on the same path? Can I stay on the same path? A whole bunch of other things that we'll talk about here in a minute. So, that's just one example of how you may figure out that, you know, maybe it's time for me to take a uh, a step back and figure out what's going on here. And that's all I'm saying. Not saying act rash, irrationally, jump into anything. Just saying that if you answer yes to any of these questions, it might be time to to take a look at things and figure out what's going on before you keep just trying to power through or make a drastic change or whatever you decide to do. Now, there are some additional considerations here. One, have you tried dialing it back, right? Have you tried taking a break? Now, a lot of people are saying, I just can't take a break. There's so much going on. If I take a break, I'm gonna get further behind. I totally understand where you're coming from on that but sometimes you do need to just take a break, okay? Um, But if you try dialing it back, and either can't because your brain just keeps going right back to all of these challenges or the feeling of being lost, or you just literally can't take a break because you have to keep going and be able to take care of your family or whatever, that might be an indicator. Even not being able to dial it back, have you been taking care of yourself physically and mentally? One thing I've noticed with myself is that there are certain things that I go to work on and my well feels completely full. My brain is sharp, I get excited and can turn out really good work. I feel a sense of accomplishment and I'm still energized even though it was hard work. There are a few of those things even today where I'm still feeling kind of lost. Then there are some of these other things that used to energize me that I go to do and I just feel like I'm drawing from a completely empty well. Like I said, The problem solving thing, right? Um, Most of the time when I have problems, I'm good to go. Let's go. Let's jump in. Let's dive in and solve this problem. And I just don't feel like that right now. Maybe we actually have more than one well, right? I mean, maybe there's a well for one type of activity and then there's another well. And maybe that's something we'll need to explore in another episode. But, you know, sometimes, like I said, I just feel super energized by things. And then other times, I'm just struggling, even though those were things that used to be exciting for me. So that to me is an indicator that I probably need to do some evaluation and figure out what to do about this. Now think about the life changes you've gone through recently. If you started off your career on one path because it was the right thing to do at the time, how much has changed? And does that mean that maybe you should be changing too? Now, so here's a A hypothetical example. I took a high-paying, very... This is not me, but just an example. I took a high-paying, very intense job so I could pay off my school debts and put my family in a good financial position. Super intense, took all my effort, great. Now I've got my kids. They're getting really active and there's lots of things we need to be doing as a family. We're in a little bit better position financially. So is there a change that I could make to reset and rebalance? should I make that change? Now, the answer to those questions is you have to make that decision, but at least be willing to stop and take a look at it. And you know, if you're married, talk it over with your spouse and make sure that everybody's on the same page. But just assuming you need to stay on the same path because that's what needs to be done, I don't think is a good idea. It used to be that once you got into a job, you just stayed there and kept going forever and ever and ever. So I grew up in an area that was big on the coal mines and it just kind of was the thing. Most people were gonna end up working in the coal mines. And once you got into the coal mines, you stayed in the coal mines and stuck with it and kept going and going and going. And I know someone close to me that, that worked in the coal mines for a very, very long time, but they've recently just changed jobs and decided that, you know what? It wasn't worth it. Yes, they were making really good money. Yes, it was pretty stable, all of those kinds of things. But they just decided it wasn't worth it. They took a pay cut, took a different job, and they seem to be much happier now. So now I'm not saying that everybody can do that. But that's just an example of taking a look and saying, okay, what matters most going back to last week's episode? And for this week's episode, am I lost because I'm focusing on things that may not matter most anymore? Now, lastly, before we kind of switch out here, If none of these life changes apply, is it possible that you've just gotten comfortable or complacent and that you really wish you were on a different path? You just aren't willing to admit it? You know, sometimes we stay at something way longer than we should because we aren't sure if the grass is greener on the other side, or maybe there's not even grass on the other side, or maybe if the other side's going to have grass, you're going to have to be the one to plant it and take care of it. But, you know, we just get comfortable and we get complacent. And I'm not saying we jump or run away. But if we're not constantly evaluating some of these things, we probably should be. And so it just, if you feel like you're lost, then maybe you have just gotten comfortable or complacent. And again, I'm not saying take immediate action and just do the first thing that comes to mind. I'm saying let's be deliberate, evaluate, and figure out what to do with that. Okay, so let's answer the question. If you decide that you're lost, off track, or maybe that you want to change the path that you're on, What do you do? Now, there are a lot of different things to consider. And first one is your current state, right? What are you doing today? And why are you doing what you're doing today? Am I working in this job because it allows me to provide for my family, have decent balance, or meet some of these other goals that I have? If that's the case, then it's not easy to just throw it out the door and do something different. You have to think about what you're going to do. If I think about, some of these other ideas that I have for my business, I think okay, great. What do I do in the meantime while I get that up and running? So, you know, like I said, there may your current state may be the way it is for a reason. And we don't want to just react and make things absolutely worse. You know, if we're we have to continue providing for our family and we're going to go from from a good income that takes care of things to no income. Probably a deliberate decision, shouldn't be something we just say, yeah, let's go ahead and do that, it's a great idea. Probably need to think about that one. Another question to consider, because this is where a lot of folks are gonna fall, is if I can turn things around on my current path, in my current position, if I can figure out what's causing me to feel like I'm lost and find a way to solve it within the current state, will things be any better? So an example, a question you could ask is, if I go work for another organization and do something different or have a new team, will that help, right? So at very few jobs that I've had that I stay in the same position the entire time I was at the company. Almost always moved around because I can get bored pretty easily. And sometimes all I needed was a change of scenery or something similar. And that helped me a different project, a different type of responsibility, In my case, actually one of the things that I used to thrive on, I'm not like this anymore, but I used to thrive on getting more responsibility, right? So that I could tackle a broader scope of things. So that's a question to ask yourself. If I switch teams, if I take on a different assignment, will that make a difference and allow me to continue in mostly in my current state, but just tweak it just a little bit, and will that correct it? Now, for me right now, just a change of scenery is not gonna be enough. I already know that about myself. So sometimes that works. And sometimes it doesn't. You have to decide, but at least ask yourself the question. And then you've got to consider timing. When is right to do it? So I'm going to retire right now when I got laid off a few months ago. Yeah, no, not happening because no. the retirement fund would not last nearly long enough for me to be able to do that. So timing is a huge thing. When is it best to do that? Some of the ideas that I'm working on for my business, I may need to wait until next year or until I can settle a few other things. That brings me to the next one, which is logistics, right? Logistically, can I figure out how to make this work or can I make this happen? Or, you know, if I live in Arizona and I want to run a ski resort, how am I going to make that happen logistically? Might have to move, you know, whatever the case may be. That's a really extreme example, but wanted to throw that out there. Practicality: Is it practical for me to change in the way that I'm thinking? That's something you want to consider. So, in one of the church business classes that I went through, one of the fictional examples they gave was a gentleman thinking about changing his career, and one of the ideas he came up was to build an amusement park. And his buddy asked him, "So, how's that going to work?" And he's like, "Oh, yeah, no, it's not." right? Because it would take millions of dollars. So he wasn't going to go from being a rider to building an amusement park. That just wasn't practical. So there are some practical things that you need to consider, right? That'll tie back into your current state. It'll tie back into your goals. You know, why are you doing this? If you've been supporting your family all along, but now they're all independent and they don't need your support and it's just you and your wife, maybe that's the time to transition down to a much different lifestyle. Maybe then it's practical, ties into the timing thing that I talked about before. And then what's next in your life? What else is coming up, right? What else do you need to anticipate? So current state, could I turn things around on my current path, timing, logistics, practicality, what's coming up in my life? These are all things that you need to consider if you decided, hey, you know, I'm going to do this evaluation. So let's talk a little bit more specifically about what things you c- should consider doing. Now, first of all, don't run out and buy a sports car. This is not that kind of a midlife crisis, okay? I know I joke around about that, and that's kind of this thing back from my generation that every, every guy that went through a midlife crisis, they went out and bought a sports car. Well, I wouldn't recommend doing that. That's not, it's not about the sports car. It's about not just jumping ship, right? Or just overreacting or knee-jerk reacting, but this is about being deliberate and figuring out what am I gonna do about this? Like I said, one of the first things to consider is, could I turn around my current situation and make it to be, to turn it around to the point where I don't feel lost in this current situation and get back on track to my goals through that current situation? It's absolutely one of the first things that you should consider. So don't just jump ship Be more deliberate. Go back through all of your tools that help you understand yourself, your personality test, your personal and professional development plans, your goals, talk to family members, do all of those kinds of things. And that should help you to identify the things that are making you feel this way. And it's really important to get down to that root cause because, you know, like I said, one of the things most everybody should consider is, can I turn around my current state and get back to where I don't feel lost somehow within this current state. And in order to do that, you need to get to the root cause. If your current state is the root cause, OK, then you're probably not going to be able to make that work. But if it's something external to that current state, let's say it's something at home, or, you know, it's something with one single person at work or something like that, that's the root cause of why you're feeling lost and unsatisfied with what you're doing then you may not have to change everything. You may just be able to address that one specific situation. The extreme example here is it would be pretty crazy to reroute your entire professional life if all you really needed was a vacation or a change of scenery or you know, to work with a different team or something that could be addressed without upsetting the entire life. Because remember, Changing jobs is one of those major stressors in our lives, one of those things that can really cause us to need to make some changes. So why force that on yourself if it's not necessary? Now, sometimes it just is. So, Going back through your personality style, I think that's important. Go back through that test, right? And if you haven't had one, reach out, let me know. If you're struggling with some of those items in it, like it says you're really extroverted, but you're just saying, I'm just struggling always being around people, maybe you need to take the test again. Generally, our core personalities don't change a ton, but they can. And especially if you go through any of those super stressors in life, right? Those things I talked about at the very beginning. So it would be worth going through and taking that personality test again. Now. It may not change your letters, for example, right? You may still be an extrovert, but let's say you used to be 70% extroverted and now you're only 55% extroverted. That tells you something, that tells you that there's been a shift. And so I have a feeling if I took a new version right now, there would be some differences. And like I said, maybe my, num- my letters wouldn't change, but those extremes I think probably would be different now versus uh, if I, you know, the results that I had from when I was more corporate focused. And another thing you need to do is you need to take a look at what you want most out of life or what your longer term goals are. And have they changed? You know, have those things that we value the most, are they different now because of whatever, it doesn't really matter what changed them, but are they different? You know, do I used to, let me give you a personal example. example. I used to value promotions and more responsibility. I mentioned that. When I would get more responsibility, broader scope, I feel like I was adding value. I felt like I was progressing, like I was doing what I wanted to be doing. I really valued those things. And now, again, I don't know that I even want to go back to corporate life, but I'm more focused on helping others get more out of life. You know, I've got a tech podcast that I want to help people get more out of tech. I do this podcast. There's some other things I have in mind that are also about helping people get more out of life in the situations that they're in. You know, and on top of that, I want to pay my bills. But, you know, I've got my grandkids here and this is a period of their life I'll never get back. And, you know, my kids are kind of being scattered all over as they go their adult ways. So I also want to be able to focus on the things that aren't professional related, right? That really matter to me. I don't want to... Have either my time or my mental energy be consumed by my profession anymore. Completely consumed. Yes, it will be consumed to a certain extent. So that is a big change for me. I used to feel like I got done with work today. I'm completely exhausted. I put in 12 hours and I have nothing left. I just want to eat dinner and go to bed. And I used to feel like that was a successful day. And I just don't anymore. I want to get to the end of the day and feel like I've still got something left to focus on those things that matter most to me. So that's a big change for me. So maybe you can relate to something like that. Now kind of after you've done this self-evaluation, I'd recommend talking to someone and see what they see in you. It's got to be somebody you can trust. It's got to be the, somebody that's got a vested interest in seeing you happy and successful, and, you know, if you're married, it's going to be your spouse at least, and figuring out how all of this is going to work. And for me, I've been having a lot of these conversations with my wife and even with my kids to different degrees, talking about my ideas and what I think I'm doing, and sometimes they raise their eyebrows and go, really, Dad, that's what you're thinking about doing? And other times they'll go, you've been passionate about that for a long time. Why haven't you done that before? So it's good to talk some of these things out, with others in your life. And you know, if you don't have that person and just want to get another opinion, let's talk and figure out how to make that work. Also look at the things you could change that would make the biggest difference. Now, remember I I said, you probably need to look at your current state and figure out if you could just tweak your current state and make things better. That would be number one. But if you have a good job, as an example, but the meaning you get from it no longer is at the top of your list, what kinds of jobs or opportunities would better align with how you want to find meaning at this point in your life? Take your skills and look at how that would align with this new definition of meaning or who you're trying to become now and figure out how to align those things. What are Because that's one of the things, at least for me, for example, adding value, that kind of stuff is, is going to make one of the biggest differences for me. So you gotta figure out what that goal is and then what could you change to hit that goal? The goal that's gonna make you the happiest or the most fulfilled or whatever that case may be, that's what you need to look at working towards. Now I said, don't jump ship, so build a plan. Do your research, know what the outcome is gonna be like, decide how feasible your plan is. Remember the guy that wanted to build the amusement park that said, oh yeah, no, never mind. that's not gonna work because it's gonna cost millions of dollars and that's not what I'm looking to do. So, you know, you gotta figure out how feasible your plan really is. Are you getting close to retirement age and have nothing in retirement and yet you wanna go do something that's gonna bring in no income? I don't know. You know, sometimes our plans just aren't feasible and there does have to be some practical aspects to this i'm not saying ignore your dreams um when you build your plan you may realize that the end goal is good but how to get there or when to get there maybe not be feasible and so those are the types of things you need to tweak and then again run it by someone right don't just do this in isolation especially if you're providing for a family right you don't want to uh, spring that on them, it doesn't usually go over well if you're the sole breadwinner to go in and say, "Hey, starting tomorrow, we don't have any money." I remember this episode of The Simpsons where uh, Homer wanted to go work at the bowling alley; that was his dream job. So he figured out how to quit working at the power plant and go work at the bowling alley, and that meant only Lisa or Bart could go to college, and they had to give up two ply toilet paper. That's not how your life is going to work, probably, right? I mean, you're going to have to have a better idea of what the real impact of all this is going to be. And then one of the things, and this is one that I think I'm going to have to keep working through for the next little while, is you might have to deliberately work on redefining what it means for you to add value in your life. So if I'm at the point and where problem solving is not going to help me feel good about what I'm doing in life, if—and I've got to be careful about how I say this, because I don't want to say I don't want to help solve problems or that I don't want to support other people in solving problems, and that I don't want to solve any problems in my life that I just expect everything to be perfect and fine and there would be no problems. That's not the point. But there's a difference between saying my life is about solving problems, I constantly have to have a problem to solve, or I'm not adding value. My brain still kind of functions like that, but my heart is no longer in that. And so I've got to deliberately work on finding a better balance between being a problem solver when I need to be, and then figuring out what problems I may have tried to solve in the past that I just don't need to be a part of anymore. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's kind of I'm, how I'm thinking about this in my head. And again, I hope that comes across well. It's not that I don't want to be, I don't want to have any problems in life because I know that's just not realistic, but. You know, I don't want to define myself as the person who goes out and solves every problem that they see, see anymore. I need to work on a better balance there. Now, there's your plan. You know what your end state is. You know what you're going to have to do to get there. But the other thing you've got to build up in here is a transition plan. If you're really going to switch things up, figure out who's going to be impacted. How long is it going to take? What is the impact? Are you need to get in and get... Tra- Get new training, get new certifications, new education. Is it gonna take you a long time before you start generating income again? So how does that impact your savings or your finances? How are you gonna bridge the gap? There needs to be this transition plan. It can't just be, hey, I have this new goal and here's all the things that I need to go to get there. I'm gonna cold turkey stop old life and brand new start new life. Nah, 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 nah. Build the plan to fill in that gap, right? Understand what your transition is going to look like and make sure that those that you're going to need support from are on board with this transition. Okay, those are the practical things in there, and I hope some of that made sense. And I don't know, the whole problem solving thing in my head is such a challenge for me right now. I hope that came across well. Here's the other thing that you're going to have to do two other things. Number one, I talked about this already, don't run away. You need to run towards something. So don't just run away because it's hard or whatever the case may be. Again, odds are the best thing for you to do is figure out what tweaks you make in your current state to get back on the happy track, right? Get back on that path towards your most potential. But if that's not the case, here's the final message that I have for you and for me. Be courageous and get started. If you've done your due diligence, you know what you want to do, you've got your plan built, you've got your transition stuff in place, you've got the support of your family and loved ones and those around you, have the courage to get started. Your plan's not going to be perfect, no matter how good it is. So you can't wait for that. You need to have the courage to start taking those steps. And chips are going to fall, and you're going to need to change things, you're going to need to deal with things. You're going to need to be willing to fail quickly and adapt. If you take forever to take that first step and it doesn't go the way you're, you wanted it to, how is that going to work out? Why not take the first step and just see how it goes? You know, go to that first training class or find something where you could do your own research and see, hey, yeah, this does seem interesting. Then take the next step. Then if you go into some area and see, you know, that didn't work out so I'll well, fine. Fail quickly and adapt to it. Iterate. Make changes to your plan. But be courageous and get started. Here's the thing. I believe that if you feel lost, if you can't find a way to deliberately get rid of that feeling, to get out of the lost and found, there's the show title, right? If you can't find a way to get out of the lost and found, and again, I'm not talking about clinical depression and things that you need real help with. But if you can't find a way, if you don't choose and build a plan and deliberately work to get out of the lost and found, you're just going to get comfortable in the lost and found and you're going to stay there. So have the courage to take that first step. And maybe that first step is just, just be honest with yourself and say, I'm struggling. What do I do about it? And start working through that, being deliberate, building a plan, doing your research, figuring out what's changed in your life all of these things that I've talked about today. That's my recommendation. So if you're feeling lost like I am, this is what I plan on doing. This is what I have been working on, even though I haven't been able to put that into words. Well, to wrap up, and there may be a follow-up on this because I think this is such an important topic. We'll see how this one goes. I'll actually listen to this episode. I did last week, so I usually don't listen to the episodes after I record them. But I'll listen to this again, so maybe there will be a follow-up in the next couple of weeks on this as well. Every time I record an episode, I hope that it helps at least one person out there listening. Some of this episode was a great reminder or wake-up call to me and helped me put some of what I've been going through in perspective to get a handle on some of the feelings that I've been having. If you're feeling like you're stuck in the lost and found, then I hope something here will help, help you. If you know someone that is feeling lost, share this episode with them. It's not going to solve all of their problems, and trust me, this isn't going to solve all of my problems. I've got to go out and do some things to get those problems solved and to, you know, get myself out of the lost and found or ask for some help to get out of the lost and found. But maybe it'll get you, them, and me started on a path. The big thing is for all of us to know ourselves well enough to realize when we are lost, number one or we're headed down a path that, we may no, that may no longer make sense to us. It's no longer going to get us to where we want to go because either our end destination has changed, what we want most out of life has changed, or the path to get there no longer makes sense or is not going to get us there, you know, whatever it may be. But once we recognize that, then we can evaluate and be deliberate in how we respond in that kind of a situation. And that's much better than just seeing if it works itself out. You know me, I'm all about being deliberate and not assuming that it's just going to work itself out. If I just sit here and do nothing, it'll be just fine. It's usually not the case. So we do need to do our part. Well, thanks again for sticking with me to the end of the episode. Don't forget to like, follow, share, etc. the episode. And depending on where you're watching or listening, check out my YouTube channel for the full episode, but also for some shorts during the week. And all of this and more you can find in my show notes. I hope this helps. And until next week, go out there and keep lifting.